0: Should the Spurs re-sign Romeo Langford? And what about the Thompson Twins? You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Hey guys, this is Jason David Frank, the Green Ranger, and you are listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. It's Morphin' Time. Welcome
0: back to Lockdown Spurs. We're here on the Lockdown NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia Spurs, writer for Ken's Five San Engineer. Glad to have you back. Hey, I'm feeling better. The last few shows, and I've been telling you guys, I've been under the weather. Of course, the big Kawhi Leonard jersey debate, that's when I was at the worst. But I'm feeling better. So hopefully I won't sound all congested and coughing in your ear. Hey, so what are we talking about today? We're going to be looking at uh, the Spurs free agents, and we're going to start off with Romeo Langford. Uh, one year under his belt in San Antonio, should he stay or should he go? And also, you hear about Wimby and Scoot and Brandon Miller. Well, guess what, Spurs fans? That's not guaranteed. There's a chance the Spurs could fall four to seven. And some of the names thrown out there are the Thompson twins, Amin and Asar. We're going to talk about those two guys and who would be the better fit in San Antonio. Once again, thanks for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. As always, we are free and available wherever you get this podcast, and don't forget to download the Game Time app. Excuse me, create an account and use code Lock On NBA for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Who is helping me today? Bring him back, he is my Ken's Five TV colleague. He is Casey Vieira, who corrected me on the pronunciation of Amen Thompson. I thought it was Amon. Ah, Amen. Uh, a man. It's a man. See, they're messing it up again. It's a man.
1: But it's, I'm not yes. the only one
0: who's saying that, right? Like, am I not hearing that right? I could swear when the mean, draft gener- lottery.
1: Generally speaking, nine nine people out of ten they see that and they say amen. Yeah. So, I, I I don't think you are saying something that is overly egregious. All right. Well, uh, I'll be I'll, I'll be I'll be entirely honest until our other colleague Tom Petrini, gave us a master class yeah. in these in the two of these guys, and that's what I'm basing a lot of my knowledge today in advance. So yeah you know well you know tom likes to get the credit when it's due i'll, I'll give him that right off the top here um <laughs> i i was not entirely knowledgeable about the correct yeah. pronunciation there as well so to bail you so out one more no
0: time way. it's it's amen right
1: amen amen
0: amen amen so so you have yeah. a soft a that ah like Amen. Yeah. like okay Uh as opposed
1: yeah. to
0: a <laughs> i gotcha well, like, make amend. sure to f- like. I'm try- like, you're okay. trying. Like,
1: amend- okay. You're I'm trying to amend the mistakes of pronouncing it the wrong way.
0: Bingo! There you go. Um,
1: yep. Make sure.
0: To- oh, go ahead. I'm no, sorry.
1: Oh no, that's all. That's all I
0: got. Oh, okay, okay. Awesome. okay, that's fine. Yeah. Well, all right. Thanks. <laughs> well, okay. Well, part of the open is making sure you get some love too. Make sure to follow Casey on social media, specifically Twitter at Casey Underscore So, Casey, it's been a while since you've been on lockdown. Spurs, welcome back, but you know, one thing that popovich was talking about towards the end of the season and he really ramped it up was we're evaluating talent who's going to be here who's not going to be here well part of that talent evaluation deals with their own free agents and one guy that's on that list is romeo langford first year in san antonio kind of hard to really pinpoint whether he's going to stay or go or if the spurs should resign him or not because this guy just couldn't stay healthy couldn't he
1: no he couldn't and you feel bad about that because he had an opportunity or not had, you know, he he was getting and, and you saw it plentiful for a while of of seeing that time at the starting wing, the two, the three spot, and and if it wasn't for the injuries that collectively just snuck up and the team's curiosity of what they want to see out of Malachi Branham get in more minutes, you are probably wondering if this conversation, you know, the weight of it, you're putting a a lot more weight into it, into the potential of him coming back. You could Mm -hmm. already see where I'm going with this. Right. But that's kind of the unfortunate break of things, right? You know, (laughs) it just goes goes the wrong way when you have, and he was getting a better opportunity here than he was in Boston. That's for sure. And now as a result, especially given what they do have the team and being, Largely, pr- pretty, pretty, you know, pretty plentiful of wings, and in all likelihood, going to be drafting another. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if this next season leads to Romeo Langford on the team. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you.
0: I don't, I would not be surprised if he's not resigned if he's wearing another uniform next year because you mentioned Malachi Brandon is a big reason, and also too, you never know what's going to happen with the draft. They get scoot or even, I mean, through Miller or whoever, or one of the Thompson kids, you know, that really throws their things out uh, for Langford. And for me, too, it's just that old expression in sports. The best ability is availability, and he just exactly. was available at all. Good defender. There was a uh, segment in the season last year where he was playing at peak performance. We saw him defend. We saw him score. You had Kelton Johnson come out and dare the media to look at Langford's high school uh video clips and to prove uh, his point that Langford is the real deal but that adductor strain that affected him kept him out of the uh lineup constantly riding the IR but Casey we
1: shouldn't be surprised cuz this was him in Boston Yeah Yeah pretty much Yeah except this, in Boston uh... except in Boston when he was available he didn't necessarily have the chances to really get back into the rotation and here at Mm -hmm. least for the start of the season he had the chances until malachi branham was given his chance and really took Mm -hmm. the ball and and ran with it Uh, but for whatever it it is it is worth i think he did have a a chance to audition more here and show the value you know, that he can bring to a team for the, Mm -hmm. you know, for the sake of the betterment of him continuing his career, someone else, somewhere else, you know, Mm -hmm. he did show that there are positive signs to work with, to stay in the league, to, to, to be a part of an NBA team this time, next, well, I guess not this time, you know what I mean? You know, to to make a roster going into next season. And a big reason why is his ability to play defense. And he is relatively athletic. He is and th- that that there are tools to work with that are there. And so, while I don't necessarily think it'll be in San Antonio where he continues his career next year, I do think this year he showed enough mm-hmm. to at least make for whatever it probably is or is not worth to right. give me reason to believe that he'll be on a he'll be on an NBA roster by the time the season starts next year.
0: Yeah, and I'm with you there too. Popovich also talked about uh last season also being a stage for these players to continue their NBA career whether in San Antonio or not and that definitely gave Romeo Langford that opportunity. I just think of the log jam at the shooting guard spot, you know, because you know you you mentioned uh Malachi. I mean there's you know, who else plays that? I mean there's possibility that Scoot could be here. So there's that. There's you know where the minute's gonna be going for Blake Wesley. You know, what if he you know he makes a big leap and they don't want to stick him in Austin anymore. You know, there's, there's so many things uh, that are just factoring against Langford staying in San Antonio, not to say he didn't, you know, produce. It's just, it was so rare and few between. And he did average career highs in points, 6.9 points per game, rebounds, 2.7 assists, 1.2 career high in steals, 24 total. So, you know, and put up 13 blocks in 43 games played. He started 21 games as well. It's just, God, he just can't stay healthy. And whether that just means that he needs a serious summer a summer right now to get himself 100% headed into San Antonio or elsewhere's training camp. And also, too, Casey, you know, I know the Spurs got a lot of cash. You know, they can definitely give him a little bump in pay, but I just feel the Spurs could do better with that money elsewhere than Langford.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's not going to cost you a whole lot, to be fair. It's not, you're not mm-hmm. going to be shelling out a whole lot of money to keep him around but i think at the end of the day what it comes down to is the current roster construction of yeah. what they have where they want to invest that and and i mean if we're being honest he was a throw-in money match in the start sure. in the Derek white in the Derek white deal mm-hmm. it was kind of one of those take a flyer see if you get anything notable out of it and well i did get a little bit notable i would say sustainability of it on the roster long term prob- probable, obviously, from our conversation mm-hmm. that we're having, not a long term thing that's going to be here. And I think it played out kind of the way a lot of people are is going to play out. I should say mm-hmm. a lot of the way a lot of people expected it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm right there. I think this is a very short and sweet segment here because, yeah, I, I just don't think, and I do agree with you, he will be in San Antonio next season. And just Malachi Brandon, just a big, just him alone, just really showed out and what he's, he's capable of doing. The biggest thing, he's just healthy. Granted, he's a kid and you know, different body types, and I get all that, but this is not something new for Romeo. He's been dealing with this since the 1920 season in Boston. So, uh, I think the Spurs probably best to hedge their bets, let Romeo Langford go. When we get back, uh, we're going to shift gears and talk about the upcoming NBA draft. And you hear all the big names, Wimby and Scoot and Brandon Miller. But <clears throat> what about the other players that could land on San Antonio's draft board? Should they pick three or below to seven? Hopefully that doesn't happen. Right here on lockdown, Spurs with Casey Vieira of Kent's 5 san antonio hey before we continue our chat right here on locked on spurs i want to talk to you about the ultimate gm you got to get the ultimate gm game right now all the uh, locked on nba guys are playing it you should play it too it's the coolest game around and it's one of the cooler games that i played in a long time i've always thought it could be a great nba gm as it turns out it's not that easy if you have some thoughts or ever just you know thought about just managing your own basketball franchise Go download the Ultimate Pro Basketball GM right now. The game allows you to manage every aspect of the franchise. You can play through seasons and lead your franchise to glory, lead the fans to glory, just build a dynasty. In the simulation, you're going to be responsible for hiring the right coaches and assistants, trading and training players, making draft picks, navigating your franchise through free agency and the draft, all the ups and downs of a, well, just a season. Kind of like what the Spurs are doing right now. Yeah, you can get on that rebuild program. On Ultimate Pro GM right now. Hey, Locked On Spurs, let get themselves a hundred percent free boost of the franchise when using promo code Locked On in the game store. So make sure to go check it out today. Download the game at ProBasketballGM.com. Scan the code and look it up on the App Store. That's ProBasketballGM.com. Ultimate Basketball GM. Start your fantasy today. And I also want to talk about Ibata, grocery, school supplies. Getting a little something for yourself. You already know what you're you're doing, right? But, you know, shopping, but you want to get some cash back for it. That's where you got to try Ibotta. Uh, Watch your closet grow after purchasing a lot of seasons, uh, last season's latest trends. If you did that, well, you know, you can also watch your cash back grow with each purchase. Again, with Ibotta, you earn cash back on every shopping trip ibotta gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce to personal care to pantry goods either link your loyalty account or upload your receipt after you shop to get your cash back it's super simple on average ibotta users earn about 120 bucks a year in real cash back that can cover the cost of an entire shipping uh well shopping trip excuse me or you can use your cash back to buy that flight you've been eyeing Well, maybe that game you're dying to go to or that fancy dinner you've always been craving. Typical groceries was way over $50 more expensive at the end of 2022 than the beginning of the year due to inflation. You could earn two and a half times that in cash back from Ibotta or even more depending on how much you use Ibotta. Ibotta gives you real cash back, no points. Other apps give you points that don't amount to much. Ibotta gets you real cash back. You can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Earn cash back right now on hundreds of online brands and retailers when you start with Ibotta, like Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Ibotta is offering our listeners 5 bucks just for trying it by using code LOCKED when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app. Use code LOCKED, that's I-B-O-T-T-A, in the Google app or app store and use code lock. Let's bring him back. He is Casey Vieira with the uh, Ken's five TV. He's on the sports desk side while I'm on Twitter at Casey underscore Vieira. You know, Casey, I thought I could really get over this cold and i might there, but man, it pops up at the worst times. You ever notice that? Like you think you're in the clear when you get in a cold and you're like, Oh, you know what? I think I can go and run that errand or, do that thing, and then it comes back and says, "Now nah, you're not ready yet.
1: And that's sort of what it's doing to you, I guess?
0: Oh, yeah. I am focusing like a you-know-what right now, just trying <laughs> to get through this right now. But we're talking about your silver and black, and we're going to shift gears now to the NBA draft. Now, Casey, we get it, the dream, Wimby, Scooter, Brandon Miller. Sure, Wimby's the big prize, but, hey, Scooter, Brandon Miller, not bad. But there's a, absolutely a, a bigger chance that that's not going to happen because, you know, the Spurs only have a 14% chance of winning it at all. That means an 86% chance of not doing that. That means they may have to look elsewhere in the draft. Now, a couple of names that are high on the draft board are the Thompson uh, Twins. No, not the 80s group that I grew up with. Casey didn't grow up with them, but mm-hmm. I didn't. No, oh, uh, yeah, was not yeah. around. Yeah, way before him, yeah. But – uh Amen Thompson and Assar Thompson. Let's start with Asar. Now, first glance, you know, he, they're out of the, the well, the, both are out of the G League Ignite program. So there they were able to get G League-ish level of play, but they also got to mix it with NBA veterans. It's just a jump for those uh, players that don't want to go to the G League route or overseas, they can bypass that via the Ignite uh, good experience, but why do I feel like it's just not enough? Like you could find like an NBA level, like I'm sorry, the NCAA level, like we saw with Brandon Miller, or professionally
1: at least in the Euro League with Wemby. Because that's probably accurate as to what you're saying. Okay, at, at least from the the standpoint of being entirely sold like that. That's I think collectively a lot of people probably feel the same way as you. I think that's why.
0: Yeah. Now. um if we're looking at some of the uh, stats and strains and the weaknesses of Osar, one of the biggest strengths are, that he has are assists, steals, blocks, and rebounds. Guy can play defense. Spurs sorely missed that last season. He could be a plug-and-play, at least for defensive purposes, right off the bat, Casey.
1: I think with a lot of that, too, you you know, you take him, and what might make him the better fit of the two is the fact that all of those things are like you said needed, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it sounds like based off these kids, they have raw enough athletic ability and talent to right. sculpt things a little bit later and I feel like it's easier to instill it's it's easier to or i guess more convenient with a rookie nineteen twenty year old kid to instill offense into a defensive player as opposed a, to defense. Mm. And if that makes sense. Yeah. Defense. It, it into does. It more, does. All yeah. well, heavy player. I think it yeah. depends on the, I think it depends probably on the position. And I think you're probably a little bit more forgiving at that when you have mm-hmm. like that two, three wing, that's what he is. And, uh, or what the two of them are and, you can, you know, at minimum with that, usually turn that at worst case scenario into an effective three and D type of player, worst mm-hmm. case scenario. But on the surface, it sounds like, you know, a SAR is the more, has the skill set that's the more immediate fix for right, first right. because, yeah, I mean, it was turnstile half the time last it, year watching it, the it, game play these
0: It really was. <clears throat> Other strengths that he has points two point uh, field goal percentage sister turnover ratio and just overall field goal percentage now his numbers with overtime elite 16 games played he averaged about 28 minutes per game 16 points per game 67 percent shooting from the free throw line that's definitely gotta get better uh 48 overall 30 percent from the three line another weakness right there 6.1 assists uh 2.7 steals 6.9 rebounds And a relatively clean game, 1.9 fouls per game. Now, some of the weaknesses get into that uh, turnovers, high, high, high turnovers, Uh, 2.7, nearly three at the overtime elite level. We mentioned the free throw percentage is low and the three point percentage are low. You're looking at turnovers and three point percentage, that hurts them because it's a three point heavy uh, NBA era and turnovers lead to fast break, that up and down uh, speed the NBA likes to play another detriment, but I think that can be fixed in the San Antonio system. Why not? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? I, I, I like the kid. I think just based on this, by the way, he's just 20 years old. So far as get young, stay younger. Um six, seven, 207 pounds. Yeah. For me, we'll get in definitely to a, a man in a while. It's the defense. I like the defense, and I think this Spurs team really needs to address it. I Right now, before I give my ultimate pick, I'm going to lean towards Asar simply because of the defense, and they need that. Hey, defense generates offense, and even if he can't generate the offense, he can pass out to a Keldon, to a Devin, to a Sohan, whoever, Zach Collins, he'll get it done. I like the defense. So that's why I give him a slight edge right now.
1: I will say this, though, to play devil's advocate and i think in my opinion this is something valid do you feel like that type of player though is a little too redundant to sohan that's yes and no yes that's yes the yes only reservation yeah. yeah that's the only reservation yeah. i have is yeah. that you're looking to someone who's a little too redundant to sohan and i guess to a lesser degree the cell
0: yes but again in today's nba that whole interchangeable you know positionless basketball you know he plays he's listed at the shooting guard and the small forward i know exactly that's that's uh the sale that's so i uh, held to a certain degree that's even kelton um but i think if their spurs are drafting and he's on the board they have to really seriously take him because i mean if you can just switch out a player like that Let's say uh, Vassell needs to take a breather and plug in a kid like that. I think you don't lose a beat. Granted, in the learning curve will have to get better. The NBA learning curve, that is. But, yeah, I just – and it goes for both of them too because both played at the overtime elite level. We never get to see them in in an in upper you know, league, if you will, NCAA tournament, NCAA uh, competition, or a Euro league overseas professional uh, setting for Wemby. And same thing that goes with Scoot, but he's not, you know, on, on the topic today. But, yeah, it's that defense I like. And not to knock De- Devin and Sohan, Keldon. I think that's for a whole other show there, Casey. But, yeah, it, I think that's the only – that's another reservation you have is is it's just redundancy. Interesting mm-hmm. to see what they'll do if Osar is on the board. When we get back, when we shift gears, and talk about his brother, uh, Amen Thompson. And whether or not the Spurs should select him, should he be on the NBA draft board right here on Lockdown on Spurs with Casey Fiera. Hey, I want to talk to you about game time. You definitely got to get game time right now. You can buy tickets to your favorite events and it won't be stressful at all with game time. Game time is fast and easy. Uh, what's well, what's just the easiest way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, theater near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hype for all the fun you'll have. Flash deals. As mentioned, you get images of the seat, lowest price guaranteed, event cancellation protection, job loss protection. It's just easy to use. Buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. Hey, look, forget planning months in advance. GameTime has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event, and it's the fastest-growing ticket app in the country for a reason. GameTime will credit you 110% of the difference if you find tickets in the same section and row for less at other spots. Again, get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Download the GameTime app. Create an account, use promo code locked on NBA for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account, redeem code locked on NBA for 20 bucks off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lower lowest price guaranteed. I also want to talk to you about the Nissan Aria. Today's Nissan Most Electric Player of the Week is brought to you right here by the all new, all electric 2023 Nissan Aria. Now, I know this is locked on Spurs. But my goodness, if I had to give I gotta give it to Jimmy Butler, the mammy heat. Did you see what he did versus the Bucks in the previous game? Fifty mm-hmm. something yeah. points, Casey. Uh-huh. I oh <laughs> my
1: goodness. Wow. Uh, arguably already a top five ish postseason performance. Absolutely. Of the past. I was gonna say ever, but there's been a lot of postseason. Right. Um, I'm trying to think of a generation, of, and maybe within the past 10 years. Yeah, exactly.
0: And, you know, I thought my Probably. eyes were bulging out when I saw Tim Duncan almost get a quad dub in the NBA Finals. He was robbed. But my goodness, what Jimmy Butler did is just insane. He is Nissan's most electric player of the week, right here on Locked On Spurs. Hey, it's electric, brilliantly fierce, fiercely elegant, subtly powerful, elegantly powerful. Delivers on duality, a combination of fierceness and elegance. Beautiful but strong. The perfect SUV crossover. The 2023 Nissan Ario Hacks. Pinned to your seat power and premium intelligence all-in-one EV. The EV for people who love to drive. Shop now at NissanUSA.com. All right, uh, Casey, let's go and continue our chat right here on Locked on Spurs. We're talking about the possibility of the Spurs Looking into or maybe drafting one of the Thompson Twins. Now we just did Asar. We're going to do Amen. Thompson now, his brother. Also with overtime elite, 6'7", 202 pounds. That's what he's listed at. Let's go at some of his strengths already. High two-point percentage conversion. High assists, high field goals, high steal, high rebounds, high blocks. Better assist to turnover ratio. Can score more. Weaknesses, turnovers, three-point percentage, and free throws and fouls. So he does tend to get into trouble on the foul situation there quick. Uh, you know, I think this is the same situation that we just saw with Osar right now is we're possibly looking at another duplicate of a sale Keldon, or a Sohan, uh, Casey.
1: Yeah. Uh, for the, the early, I think, well, I guess not really early. I was going to say early returns, but it's not really early anymore. It seems yeah. the returns are kind of the cliche yin and the yang is that Asar is a little bit more defensive heavy and Amen is a little bit more offensive heavy, if you will. And the good thing about where the Spurs mm-hmm. are at, they need they need both right now, right? Yes, they do. <laughs> they need both. You know, they, it's philosophy wise, they're never going to go wrong in theory with a guy who's defensive focused, but on the contrary. They need about as much help offensively, or at least versatility, mm-hmm. that they can get with where they're at. So, you know, say all these things, prefer one or the other. Net gain seems to be overall positive from whatever which way that they do it. But yeah. from, I, I think what would be interesting if they draft a man, or really more any offensive minded wing, so to speak, was that is there like a trickle down move? And I'm really flying. Mm-hmm one to two people here really one person uh is there a trickle down move and you see someone like keldon get moved for another quality asset to build out the roster you know what i mean right right i i go go ahead
0: no, no no i was gonna just interject real fast and say uh circling back uh to this discussion is before we hit record You know, I had some clarification with Casey, everybody, because we talked about the topics. I said, Oh, we'll talk about Amen, also Amen and, uh, and Osar. And I misunderstood Casey when he said, Okay, whichever. But, uh, and I ran around with that. I go, You know what? Maybe that is the situation. It's, it's kind of a win win for the Spurs. If, if, uh, Amen is off the board and Osar is there, okay, and vice versa. So Mm -hmm. I think, if they go that route, even though you didn't mean it that way, Casey, but I think you're right. It's whichever.
1: Again, it's yeah. the, 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 the silver lining and needing a whole lot of things, right? <laughs> needing yeah. needing help in various fronts, being void of talent on various fronts. Is that anything, anyone will help in any capacity. Mm-hmm. No, and that might be the case here.
0: Yeah, yeah. look at some of the numbers for uh, uh, Amin, uh Thompson. 16.3 points per game. Oh, my God. This, this may make you cringe a bit. 23% from the three line. Oh, Yikes. boy. Yikes. 16 games for overtime, 28 minutes a game. So he played a few more minutes than his brother. But 6.2 assists, 6.4 rebounds. A little less steals, 2.4. And then, as I mentioned, free-throw percentage, 64%. I think another, whichever they pick, dare I say, Casey, Project-ish for both of them?
1: In reality, I think anyone in this draft not named Scoot Henderson or Victor Wambiamas is is probably true Project-ish. Even Brandon Miller? I think Brandon. You're probably right. I think Brandon Miller is probably closer to more polished and ready than yeah. the other ones. Yeah. But I, yeah. I, 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 yeah. Go ahead.
0: I look at Brandon more of just need some sandpapering versus mm. everybody else. Kind of like you know what he may consider G League time. You know, I, I wouldn't right. be surprised if if it's one through three, and if it goes the way already projecting, four down might those players may see some. Unless they just wow in training camp and preseason. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's another reality that Spurs fans have to face is that if they don't win it all or land top three, Spurs may get themselves a project ish player. Casey, that's something right. that all these Spurs fans are thinking about.
1: You know, this is probably a. a- subject matter that we don't have enough time for. I think so. On yeah. This. And I think, you know, where, yeah. where I'm going with this. I know where you're going with this. Yeah. Is that if they don't get one or two, do you trade the pick? I don't know. If Oops, that I'm going to write that down.
0: I'm going to write that down. I think that's a a very, very good topic for another show, but I'm going to tell you right now, a quick preview. I think you have to strongly consider it.
1: I think you do too.
0: Yeah, but we'll I definitely table. It.
1: I know that's yeah. more. I know that tends to be more of an NFL kind of thing mm-hmm. straight out of that spot and accumulate assets, especially when collectively there's a whole lot of project players. I don't mm-hmm. know necessarily how eager teams would be to move into that four spot. Maybe there's a scenario like, okay, so like say the Spurs end up at four and Brandon Miller is still on the board and the Spurs know that they're not going to take him maybe you get a team that's a little bit more higher on him. And they're like, mm-hmm. all right, we'll trade up. We'll trade up from seven. Who even, do we know who who's, who has number seven? I, whoever it is who has seven. Yeah, right whoever now. it is, yeah. Whoever it is who has seven right now, we want him. We'll give you seven and three first-round picks. And the Spurs are like, all right, well, the guy that we want is is Jairus Walker, and he's going to probably be there at seven or eight, so sure. Yeah. Go for it. Maybe. Yeah, Yeah. Again,
0: a good topic for another lockdown Spurs. But as far as these Thompson twins are concerned, I, I agree with you, even though you didn't mean it that way. I think it is a whichever. Pick. Sure. Go ahead. You, you know, great. They both address a need. Uh, you know, they, they, they're both young. They both can fit into the timeline of the rebuild. The Spurs are really good at using the G League. Austin Spurs wouldn't be surprised to see either of them there. But if I had to lean, I would still go Osar simply because of the defense. Uh what what about you? I, I know. I know. It's it's
1: I I'd probably go, I'd probably go I probably go Osar. I probably would. I I, I feel do. like the, the the defensive thing was is is a more prevalent need right now. I
0: I mean, Casey, it was bad last year.
1: It was terrible. It was...
0: Didn't they drop 150-plus on them, Something a one, a few, not just one game, but a couple games?
1: Oh, my God. It felt like 250. Jesus. I, I, think, oh. I think while they, they do need – you know, having more t- talent on the offensive side of the ball is certainly of more benefit than less. No kidding. Mm-hmm. I think defensively they were just that bad last year that mm-hmm. you just – you almost have – I don't want to say have no choice, but really, like okay, so they don't land the top two. They're not high on Brandon Miller. You have mm-hmm. a lot of real crap. I don't want to call them crapshoot, but dice rolls, so to speak. After that, of players who are, you know, you got a chance to be starters in the league. I think you have to prioritize the ones who are more defensive-minded first. You know, mm-hmm. defense-first type of players. I think they have to look that route first.
0: Yeah, I think so too. And in, in you know, all signs are indicating that pop it will be back. You could tell the defensive side of things really weighed on him more so than anything, for obvious reasons. I think Al-Star will address that. I think Al-Star could be what Romeo Langford should have been, and you know that young, dynamic defensive stopper, which you saw Langford definitely do, just wasn't enough because of his injury. And I think Al-Star will fill that void easily. But yeah, things are going to get very interesting. The draft lottery is just a few short weeks away. Uh, we'll see what the Spurs land and if Fortune smiles on them. Wouldn't it be ironic if Dallas wins it all, considering they tanked that one game? Or Houston gets it because they took a chance right. on e and the Boston and then the basketball gods smile on them. Spurs are right. like, I don't want to put that in the universe. I retract everything I just said right now. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> it's really humbling when you realize there is a much better chance that they don't get Wembenyama than, than when they do. Like significantly better chance. <laughs>
0: the Spurs, the okay, we know the worst they can do is seven, so right. you just got to get past seven. You and that's it. You know that's the thing. That's the worst case scenario. I think at seven, can you imagine if they get seven? I mean, that's you're not getting an impact player at all. I don't think you are. Oh, impact um, immediate. May,
1: or, or, or guy, in, oh, my, in my opinion, there's there's two guys, maybe three, that do okay. that. And we, the obvious oh, the, is, yeah,
0: yeah,
1: you the, know, yeah, Wemby, Scoot, and depending on how you're feeling, what di- what side of the bed you wake up about, Brandon Miller. Then those yeah. three. Every, everybody else, everybody else, it's cliche, but I think the draft really starts at four, or everyone outside of those three right. guys, probably. So I'm not like, like okay, this is probably a little bit of a stretch in me trying to be glass half full in the event that they do get number seven. I don't see a massive difference in landing four and landing seven. Knowing how the Spurs tend to operate with things and always think for better and worse to outside the box about some of these prospects, where they go to. They, I mean, they might value a guy, knowing them, who's projected to go 11-12 and take him theoretically at five. Mm-hmm. We saw it last year. I mean we saw it Sohan where where he did. And some people some people weren't even sure Sohan was gonna be a, a lottery pick.
0: Or, or or hell, I give you back a few more years. Uh, you mean Primo. Primo. The with this if the primo doesn't show the primo pick doesn't show just how out there Brandon Wright and the Spurs are willing to take a risk on players. And then I don't know what will convince you of that. So don't be surprised if I'm making this up Spurs are picking at five or four. And it's like, oh, it's obvious. It's one of the Thompson twins, duh. And it's Euro guy or it's, you know, another guy, you know, that wasn't even projected to be in the top 10. I can see them doing that because if they're in a rebuild, then I can see, and if they're in a deep rebuild. I don't see them coming out of the deep part of the rebuild of the, of the deep end of the pool, so to speak. Mm -hmm. At least for another year,
1: which again might be more right. Again, might be more the reason if you're not if you're not number three to just trade altogether.
0: And that'll definitely speed things up. He is Casey Vieira with Ken's Five TV Sports Desk side of things. Uh, You know, it's kind of a is is it a quiet time in San Antonio sports right now? I know the Brahmas are all done already, so yeah, pretty much. I don't even know where to begin with them.
1: But anyway, yeah. It just, I, was it just
0: I, me that exactly. like, there was no vibe for them? Like, I didn't feel San Antonio show out for
1: them. Well, I mean, this is something that we've talked about before. The schedule makers didn't do them any favors. That's right. That's they right. didn't yeah, do them did any favors. That. Like, okay, so they, the first week they were here, the inaugural week, they sold the place out. And then the next two weeks, they have to go on the road, which it, it theoretically is understandable because they have, they've, Forever had the high school championships, basketball championships, those two weeks. Okay, fine. But why couldn't they have come back home the third week? And that the ensuing week, the fourth week. Why are they playing a game at at night on a Sunday? You know what I mean? And that takes away the lot. The way the league was constructed, having the players in Dallas not being able to engage with fans. uh, They were doomed. They were doomed. Hopefully not the end. But I digress.
0: Yeah, but there's other San Antonio sports going on. I think uh, San Antonio FCs are underway, right? Uh, what else is cooking over there on your side of things?
1: Yeah, they're good. <laughs> yeah, they're good. They're yeah, good. Simply enough.
0: Simple enough. Follow Casey on Twitter at Casey underscore Vieira. Make sure you do that right now. And we thank you for making Locked Spurs your first listen each and every day. So for Casey Vieira, I am Jeff Garcia. We're putting a lock on this episode of Locked On Spurs. First.
1: So uhm,